friends, welcome to the Health Forward podcast. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. I am joined by my good friend, Savannah Pratt. Savannah is here to share some of her health journey with us, particularly how she has learned to prioritize her health while caring for lots of small children as an elementary school teacher. Anyone with kids or anyone who's ever been around kids can understand how rewarding yet extremely challenging that kind of job can be. And Savannah is just absolutely amazing at it. So let's get into today's episode. I know that you are going to love hearing from her just as much as I do. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Health Forward podcast. Today is an exciting episode as we are joined by my good friend, Savannah Pratt. Savannah, thank you for being on the podcast today. I have no problem. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you, but before we start into today's podcast interview, I would love if you would just share a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little about about who you are. Okay, um, so my name is Savannah Pratt, and I am a special education teacher. Um, I previously, the past four years, was a second grade teacher, and three of those years was at Fountain City Elementary here in Knoxville. Um and now I'm switching kind of roles to become a special education teacher. I finished my master's back in February. So um, I've just kind of been going through that. I, so I'm about 25 um, and probably back in 2017, I went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with PCOS. I had gone to her to talk to her about just a bunch of different symptoms that seemed kind of unrelated to me. I was having a hard time losing weight and I was having acne problems and then sleeping problems and um, anxiety and all sorts of just all over the spectrum of just different health things and I was as I was talking to her she asked to we could run some blood work and once we did and got those back she um, prescribed me metformin and then also um, some like weight loss medication and so was taking those and um, that seemed to help momentarily for a few months, but uh, really wasn't a long-term solution. So then we kind of went back and talked about um, what I could do differently. And so we kind of made a goal of if I could get my blood work in a certain range, then I could get off the metformin. And um, so that's when I started working with Elena on uh, just what I could do and how I could um, kind of get control over my insulin. I have insulin resistance, PCOS. Um, I've just been working on that ever since. Can you talk to us just a little bit about with all of that going on, you're young, you're newly married, you are dealing with these health issues, and then you're also teaching full-time little kids, second graders at the time. And so what are some of the obstacles that you encountered as a teacher in your day-to-day routine to maybe the, the things you were trying to do to work on your health? Um, yeah. So I, um, right around the time that was diagnosed with PCOS, I got engaged and we got married the following spring. And um, luckily I'm blessed with 
just a great husband who uh, will eat anything I cook and kind of just go along with anything that I say I need to try or um, want to try to do as far as health. But the working as an elementary school teacher, and I'm sure there's a lot of professions like this, nursing, um, just anything that requires a lot of contact and interaction and talking just constantly and constant moving. Um, it was hard to just prioritize myself, I guess, and prioritize what I was putting in my body. Um, I would, you know, make copies during my lunch break. I would wake up and do my devotional and then rush to get ready and rush to get to school and skip breakfast or, um, and skip lunch. And then it'd be three o'clock or four o'clock. And now I've had his coffee and maybe a sip or two of water. So, um, I think just trying to put myself as a, a priority was hard. And then also just trying to work in what I knew needed to happen into, my schedule because once the school year starts um typically you're handed a schedule and that's your schedule there's no wiggle room you know this is when my I can have bathroom breaks this is when my lunch is this is when my planning is and so it's kind of just having to take that routine and put your health like when you can drink water when you're going to take vitamins because that makes you have to use the bathroom and your <laughs> bathroom break structured mm-hmm. and so there was just a lot of I guess working around a very structured routine and then not letting yourself get to three or four o'clock in the afternoon and be depleted right yeah I remember when you and I first started working together and we were talking about you know things very specific to blood sugar regulation and you know you really wanting to work on the insulin resistance and talking about um you know, eating meal, meals frequently. And I remember that being like one of your main things. You were like, well, how am I going to do that? Because <laughs> I have to get up really early. I have to be at school early. I teach all day. I'm talking. It's not like I can sit there and eat. And then, you know, lunch, I have to do all these things. And then as soon as they leave, then I've got grading to do and I got to prep for the next day. You know, it was just like your day was so full that that was one of the things that you really had to become very strategic about and make sure you were very intentional about and you did um but you know that wasn't something that came easy and the same with drinking water throughout the day I remember saying like okay we really need to work on you know getting more water in you were like well okay but I can't take like 15 bathroom breaks like I have to (laughs) also be strategic about what point in the day I can really drink water when I can't you know when I need to just do little sips rather than really yeah. trying to get it in. So it was so much to think about. And I feel like that's also an obstacle too, is that right? it's like a tip of the iceberg. Cause I, at first I was just frustrated with, okay, well, I know that I'm not eating enough calories to gain weight. I should really be losing weight because right. I'm not eating all day. And then I come home and I just have one meal. So why am I not like losing? Why am I gaining weight? Why right. am I not losing weight? And then when you get when you start digging at it and all the things that will help your body, you're like, Oh my goodness, it's how am I fit all this in? So yeah. Right. Right. And it feels to talk to. Yes. Well, and it feels totally like counterintuitive for one thing to say, like you need to eat more um, and more frequently. And then also just when it's so um, opposite of how you're 
day is structured for you. And I think at not being a teacher, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of us just don't realize is just how little time you have during like a whole day. Whereas most people, you know, when you're at a job, especially like an office job, it's like you have a couple minutes to get up and meander or, you know, in between meetings, you can eat a snack and go to the bathroom. And, you know, there's just more time built in. I remember when I went back to work after maternity leave, I was like, oh, wow, like what's all this time? Like I have more time here at work than I have when I'm at home. And so, (laughs) you know, I think for a teacher, especially teacher of small children, um, when you have those same children all day, that that just it's something that we don't really consider being as difficult as it is. Yeah. It's just funny too, because you try to fit in like snacks. Like you said, right. I would try to eat a snack. I'm like, like, what are you eating? Can I have some? Can I right. have some? Like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> then I'm like, you're, and then you're trying to scarf it down real quick. And then or when they're eating snack, you're like, okay, well I need, you're quiet. So I need to finish this lesson real quick while I have everybody's attention. Right. <laughs> so, it is, it is. That was the big, the big obstacle was fitting yes. what you need to do into the routine because you already have so much of a day structured. For right, you. right. Do you feel like um, your coworkers, like I'm sure that's something that's not specific to you. Like is that something that other teachers kind of talk about as well as being a struggle for them? Or maybe is that something that kind of lends itself more to unhealthy behaviors and, un- and unhealthy kind of lifestyle at work? Um, I think it's definitely a thing that I see other coworkers share, like the same obstacles. And um, what's funny is that when I started doing this, I had a lot of questions about what I was doing because they shared the same struggles, you know, and um, just the same, not enough time in the day and not knowing what to do that would be best. You know, we all know to drink water and we actually like every new year would start like, okay, we all have our giant water bottles. We're all going to try and drink water. And then it gets, you know, a month in, you're like, I, my bathroom breaks. I can't do it. Right. Now we're all trying to chug it at the staff meeting at three o'clock because we're trying to get, finish it in. Um, and I also noticed it was a lot of teachers, my own age. So I guess like just those first th- three, five years of like getting into your teen and getting, your resources and getting just your feet underneath you, you just really forget about um, just taking care of yourself. And so um, I did see it a lot more with the other teachers my own age that were in their first year, second year, third year. Um, But yeah, the water seems to be in like bathroom breaks. It just seems to be universal and making sure you stop and eat and take care of yourself seems to be just throughout the whole building we would talk about it um and luckily we had you know just great administration and a great co-workers that would say like oh you take care of yourself and you take care of yourself and remind you of that but yeah right. I think it was kind of an obstacle that we all share especially my my age group right so once you started doing those things and started making those changes in, you know, being very intentional about working it within the structure of your day and really starting to prioritize your health. Do you feel like that has made a difference in your work? Like, are you more focused or do you feel that you can be more productive or if nothing else, is it at least something, take something away that you have to think about during the day? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. I think um, with a lot of the diet changes, and I say a lot, it wasn't that drastic of a diet change, but more just knowing how to fuel my body. Mm-hmm. I think that helped really provide some more clarity and cleared up some brain fog, especially um, around that 2 to 4 p.m. time, like right before the months the students would leave. I mean, my brain would just shut off. I mean, I would just – It'd kind of be like I knew I had to go, 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 go. And then as soon as those kids were safely on their way home, it was my brain fogged and I just didn't have very much clarity. So I'm trying to really hard to focus, especially in those afternoon meetings or now you're trying to grade and you're trying to deal with these things that still require a lot of your attention. But I would have my energy be depleted. I'd have so much brain fog. I couldn't focus. And so there's definitely a big difference in once I was stopping and eating lunch and once I was um making sure to snack during my planning period I by the time I got to two or four I was eating another snack and it was a good fat health healthy fat healthy carb healthy protein and I wouldn't be so foggy and so that really helped um and then also it just made me stop because I started really trying to you know work out and and leave school at a certain time and i it would sound like that would make me less productive, but actually it made me so much more productive because mm-hmm. I would get full way too late or I need to go. And so I probably had like one day a week where I would stay late if I needed to, but actually making myself go and take a break and kind of focus on myself made me much more productive. So it definitely mm-hmm. helped um, my job and <laughs> what I was doing uh, at school. Yeah. And I think that, is so important no matter your career, no matter your vocation, because I think we all can identify with that. You know, if we have put these kind of boundaries in place of like, okay, I'm leaving work at this time because I'm making exercise a priority or I'm making just a few minutes alone a priority or um, even making my family a priority, like whatever that thing is for you, um, I think it does – tend to push us to be more productive because we know we only have this certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, not very concrete time, then you kind of have more of like a, just a less intense attitude about it. Absolutely. It felt like your mental health too. I mean, it just being able to step away lessens my stress, which would help affect all my other hormones. I never even realized that that was going on. So and I've also had great coworkers, and so I would say, if there, you know, if there's only school teacher listening or teacher listening or someone in the same kind of vocation that's really struggling with their health, to definitely like mm-hmm. have a few people that you can turn to and talk to about it. Uh, um, like when I was trying to figure out my water and figure out all these different things, like I had a great coworker who was right next door and, you know, if I needed to run to the bathroom because I was trying to up my water or I took a new vitamin, I didn't realize that it was like, it's not lining up my bathroom breaks. You'd watch my class while I went and, did, um, and ran to the bathroom or, you know, just all these little things, these little side effects you don't think about and that they're good. Yeah. But um, just having some people to support you and I'd have, you know, my sister principal would talk to me and ask me about it and you know she'd try the different teas or something I was drinking and so it was yeah. it was just great to have that support at work too so definitely get people in involved with what you're doing yeah for sure that's such a great tip 
So can you share with us a little bit about as much as you're comfortable with things that you are currently doing, and I think you've already alluded to some of them, but what are the things you're currently doing to really prioritize your health? And then how do you think that is carrying over into some other areas in your life? Um, I guess right now I'm mostly focusing on just kind of getting ready for this new school year and it's the 2020 (laughs) school year. So who knows what it's going to be like and what that's going to be. So um, luckily I've been really blessed with the opportunity to just kind of be at home and spend time with my family and my loved ones this summer. Um, So right now, as we get ready for the school year, I'm really prioritizing my gut health. I've been doing a lot of this past week and up until school starts, just bone broth and tea, dandelion tea and everything. (laughs) vitamins and anything I can do to kind of build up my immune system mm-hmm. uh, because I always get sick when I go back to school and no matter what like I'll get a cold I'll get allergies I'll get so much dust in my nose I just right get sick so um but especially this year just trying to build up my immune system and um do a lot of things that are not inflaming my system so mm-hmm taking walks in the evenings, um, taking a bath at night, or just kind of being off of my phone, off of social media for the evening hours before I go to sleep to make sure I'm actually resting. Because I know once the school year starts, I'll be working a lot more. So just kind of doing things, trying to prioritize myself for the time I have and get ready for the upcoming year. And then also just less gluten, less dairy. Um, But I just know personally that inflames my systems and we just had like a string of birthdays you right. know so I didn't find myself with like birthday cake and stuff at the same time I'm like okay now before school starts back let me kind of rein in um right. so I think that's it oh and I'm trying to find just quick fast healthy options because I know that's what I'll be looking for yes. come August and September so I'm kind of trying to play with foods right now even though I have enough time to cook myself a lunch or cook breakfast trying to find things that are balanced that I can make really really fast so that way when school comes I already have a list of things that I can go to yes yeah that's great and just the fact that you're planning ahead and knowing what's coming and then you know, sitting down and taking time to think through like, okay, I need to make sure I've got this as, you know, my immune system as strong as I can. I need to make sure that, you know, I've got these quick go-to meals that I can take because I know, you know, what's coming. And so I think that is such a great tip for people, um, no matter your job, no matter your you know life, just knowing, taking time to take stock of your schedule, take stock of the areas that you know are obstacles or struggles and then taking the time to plan around them and, you know, see what you can do to try to keep yourself in a healthier path. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes time and it's, it's hard. So I know that, you know, just while you can, well, before all the craziness. Before it's back. Yes. So with that, what would be your encouragement to, someone listening who is a teacher or maybe in another very um, structured, demanding 
schedule, um, a job with a very demanding structured schedule, and they're wanting to make changes to their health, what encouragement or tips would you have for them? My, I guess my tip would just kind of to be, to go for it and to not look for a short-term solution because I feel like for so long I did, I looked for just easy ways to like lose weight or fix whatever problem I was seeing um, and not kind of dive into the why um, because it does take a little more time, but it's so, it's so worth it. And I know that, you know, most teachers or anyone with a demanding and stressful role or job, you still love that job. And so I would say I'd encourage them to look at um, their health and prioritize their health and what they're doing and um, seek someone they can talk to um, you or some, you know, a medical, their doctor, medical professional, um, because it won't only just help them, it'll help their family, it'll help their day-to-day life, it'll help their job, and it just affects so many things. And so I kind of make fun because everyone always says it's a process, and it's definitely (laughs) a longer process than I ever thought it would be. But I'm so grateful, and I'm so glad that I just started um, working on it. And so I would just encourage them to kind of dive in and start looking at the why and start talking to others and start making those small changes because every small change can help. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. It's so, you know, it's just like anything else when we kind of keep it to ourselves and keep it in our heads and try to navigate it on our own. It can feel so overwhelming and so hard and not that it's not challenging, but when we let somebody else in, whether it's just a friend to talk to or whether we seek out a health coach or a medical professional, um, you know, it just really helps to, to like have somebody to share in that and have somebody to have feedback and ideas to bounce off of. And maybe they have experiences or knowledge outside of what you have. And so that can just be so helpful, even in just renewing your motivation to want to change anything. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That's a great tip. Well, thank you so much for being here with us and for taking a little time of your precious few last weeks of (laughs) summer. (laughs) Um, We really appreciate that. And we really wish you well in whatever this next crazy school year is going to look like. (laughs) Thank you. And thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks, girl. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week on the Health Forward Podcast. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.